so let's pop in peons um i do not know what the fuck happened to my audio that i recorded so here we are again for a third time they say the third time is a charm so here the fuck i am um honestly i was talking about weirdo behavior and things of that nature and being quite honest um i'm about to get comfortable and just this is I have to re-record again. I might as well get comfortable. Cause there's no point in re-recording for the a hundredth million time and not getting where you want to be at. It hurts the heart. So, let me begin by saying, um, just honestly, um, I'm tired of pretending that I approve of weirdo behavior and I'm tired of putting up with weirdos um yesterday I got a text from one of my exes and he reached out to me and the problem wasn't that he reached out to me the problem was that he thought that I should be kind to him and be patient with him and have all the love and kind and care and reality this man deserves shit from me meaning he deserves nothing from me when it comes down to this man I gave him seven years on and off right of him cheating and me leaving and him breaking up my relationship so that he can get back with me to cheat on me to him not getting back to me and making a fool out of me i let this man steal seven fucking years of my life the same way i let this fucking stalker ass bitch of a bitch ass nigga who's a pastor of a fucking church and has a wife and three fucking daughters fucking ruin me for years and years and years on end my problem wasn't that I did that I did not feel it in my heart to date other people or to invite other people in but it's like when you have weirdos all around you and they all they know how to do is stalk you and berate and find a way to blow up your spot especially when they make these fake ass accounts and they follow you and do all this weird shit like you live like I've literally lived in fear since I was a child and if it wasn't with family it's in relationships and everything else and I've literally let fear dictate to me why I don't do certain things I'm like oh like before I did it outside my race which I won't do again because I realize it's not for me. I used to let fear dictate that to me. I used to be like, oh, what if I'm right about how some of these people are, right? And I didn't date outside my race. And I was right about certain 
men, right? <laughs> Especially when you did outside your race. But it was like, that's nice and that's cool and that's dandy. But in reality, I wanted that outside my race. And I used to be so afraid to say that shit because bitches who used to be mixed and who used to be, oh, I got mixed kids. And girl, I don't give a fuck would tell me that it was wrong for me not to want to date outside my race. I want complete nigga kids. I want my kids to have identity crisis. I want my kids to know that they blickety blickety black. I I want my kids to not wake up and be like, oh, well, which side am I going to choose to fucking date? Like, I want my kids to know that at the end of the day, whether you date, whether you straight, gay, whatever, like, bruh, I want you to know that you black and that you are beautiful and that there is nothing that is wrong with you. So when bitches used to be like, oh, that's weirdo behavior, like, bitch, it's weirdo behavior that you only date outside your race. Like... Yeah, I know I don't have a filter. Yeah, I know I don't give a fuck about a lot of shit. So, whether you get upset or come out of bag or whatever, that's you. I personally want nigga kids. I want my kids to know that they're black. It's nothing wrong with mixed kids. However, it's not for me. It's not my preference, and I would not want that. I would rather go barren and not have kids before I bring in a mixed child. And I know y'all say, what if your soulmate? My soulmate could never be anything but a black man. Because that's why I want to love. And that's just on period. Um. But yeah. This is my third time recording this. And um. I got a lot of clarity. Um. Like I was saying, I realized I let a lot of um just I've let a lot of fear stop me from a lot of shit, bruh. I stopped being creative and uploading cause bitches was hating on me for no fucking reason and copying my fucking style and stilo. And as much as you bitches can say, oh, I would never copy you, I would never follow you, a lot of you bitches watch my shit and won't even give me a positive feedback or anything unless y'all want me to plug y'all. And then when I, but then when I don't want to plug y'all or support y'all, then, then it's, I'm not that big of a deal, I'm not popping like that. But in reality... Of it all, bitch, you see my potential and you see how far I can grow. And the only reason why you latching on is because it's beneficial to you. But you're not adding to the business or anything else. You just take it and take it and take it and take it and take it. I can genuinely say that everybody who I've done a collaboration with or a majority of the people who I've done a collaboration with, if y'all have seen those things where I've done collaborations in the past, I'm not going to say which ones was which, but a lot of times the relationship was mutual. It was probably a few times that the relationship was not fucking mutual. Like I like, and I think I got rid of that shit because I was like, no. So like, if y'all see certain shit, like some of it's still up there, some of it's still not, I'm not going to say which one was which or whatever, but 
I realized I let fear dictate to me. Like, the reason why I have a hard time dating is not because I'm not flirty and I don't know how to date. It's because I have exes that won't that won't get it out their head that we're not together anymore. Like, I have an ex who doesn't want to be with me. But if he can find out that anybody else is showing interest in me, he'll be the first person to be like, oh, well, let me tell you how much I miss you. And then when I give him, like, the time attention of the day, he'll go back to, oh, I don't think we should be together. Like, literally, I let this man think one time that I stopped talking to my person. And this man went to, I don't even think I want to be with you. You know what I'm saying? I just want to, I just want to be here. And I was like, that is so nice to know. And I was like, just so you know, I didn't start talking to old boy. And he was like, oh, shit, well... Oh, yeah, I really do think I want to be with you. And I was like, no, you don't. You just want me to be held up and pinned up and only see you and have eyes for you. But you don't want to have eyes for me. You want to have eyes for Jessica, Keisha, whoever the fuck else or whoever else to fucking feed your ego and stroke it and tell you that you the man and not hold you accountable. Like, that is the shit that you want. Like, you don't want me. Because wanting me will mean that you will want commitment and that you will want the shit that I want. You will want to treat me right you wouldn't want to love me right you want want to have me out here looking stupid you would not be out here playing these games with these chicken heads and scallywags and be sitting there talking about some girl with no i fucking love you after you break my fucking heart time and time again and expect me to sit there and have your best interest when you're not even showing me the bare minimum of fucking respect or even give a damn And I know a lot of y'all are like, girl, like, it's not that deep, but in reality, it is. The married man that has kids is a stalker. I get stalked by him. I've gone online. I've exposed him time and time and time again. And this man still fucking stalks me to this day. I have police warrants and shit out on this man so now this man privately is sending like text messages and shit like that but the messages that say shit like um messages that say shit like oh you know who it is i ain't never going no way hey you dropped this is a conversation whole entire time i'm like who is this and then he'll stop texting and then he'll change the number the next thing you know it's out of service but it'll be him because he'll be like because he'll be like oh every time you text me i just change my number because they can't catch me they can't catch me if they ain't got a fucking trail phone calls like that shit like that shit where he over there trying to mask his voice up so and trying to switch it up every time he talks to me so that it doesn't look like he stalks me but then goes out to the community and is like i'm a faithful man of god and i'm gonna stick by my wife and his wife be literally sitting there egging him on telling him that if he can't let me go that it's okay whole entire time shorty no the fuck is not okay nothing is okay about letting your husband who is married to you continue to go back to his ex and in his like I let a lot of bullshit stop me from just being me, myself, and I. I did. 
I let it stop me from just being great. I think nobody really wants to talk about her. Nobody's going to, like, truly expose themselves. But fucking, I'm up. I got work in, like, 14 hours. Probably going to sleep. Turn off the lights and shit. Probably watch some blackout curtains and, like, probably... Well, not even blackout curtains. Probably just go to sleep after this. But, speaking from the heart... I'm tired of, like, holding back who I am because of weirdos. Like... I've done it in family, friendships, relationships. Like, when it comes down to family, like, I've always known my family be abusive little fuckers. So, mind you, once my family would do, like, weird shit to me, I used to be so afraid to speak up about it. Because when I was speaking up, everybody had an issue. And now that I haven't spoken about it because I've healed and I've gone through everything else, right? Because I was like, go to, just go to therapy, just go to therapy. But I was like, bruh, y'all don't like that I'm calling out the pedophiles and the weirdos in the fucking family, the abusive motherfuckers that need their ass whooped, because y'all trying to protect them, and y'all the weirdos, and they're the weirdos, because for y'all to think that that shit is okay, is giving off no ma'am, no ham, no spam, no turkey. And then when it came, like, to friendships like bitches will be in secret competitions with me spite in my face in my face like oh girl we fucking love you we ride or dying and then literally turn around and be telling the world how much they fucking hate me and how they can't stand me how they don't trust me and then and then when i get when i scoop down to their level or i indulge in their pettiness the next thing you know, I'm the weirdo for acting like a weirdo because they was acting like a weirdo. But whole entire time, these bitches was sleeping with my man. And they wasn't sleeping with my man. They was jealous. They was hating. And if it wasn't hating, then they wasn't supportive. But all of a sudden, like literally, I was going through my um my Instagram post. And I was like, oh, I didn't delete this. And he was like, oh, these are memories. And I was like, I get that they're memories and shit like that. But honestly and quite frankly, I don't want to keep them. I don't want to hold on to motherfucking memories that don't serve me. Like, yeah, Shorty used to be a friend. But Shorty only used to be a friend when I didn't know my worth. When when, when life was at its fucking lowest, when I didn't... When I didn't have shit and I was a bunch of hanging around a bunch of weirdos and accepting weirdo shit. I shit it's five fifty five. But when I was hanging around a bunch of weirdos and shit like that, motherfuckers was my friend because they didn't seem like weirdos. Like especially in my love life, like the nigga that's stalking me. I'm like, oh, that's what good coochie do. No, that's what weirdos fucking do. The nigga that the nigga that don't want that don't want to be with me, 
but constantly fucking only around when it's convenient, that's weirdo behavior. The man that doesn't want to commit to me, but expects me to show up every fucking day, that's weirdo behavior. The person who doesn't show me love and affection that has my back and riding ten toes down for me, but saying they fuck with me and they love me, that's weirdo behavior because you clearly can't love me. You clearly not loving me. You clearly loving yourself. Because if you love me, cheating on me would never be an option that come across your fucking mind. Like, literally. Like, literally, having friends that wanted to be more than my friends but wouldn't tell me. And when I asked them, and when I, when I felt the awkwardness or the shift, when I was ready for it, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, nah, I couldn't because we're friends. But then the moment, but then the moment when I step out that energy of, you know what? Okay, cool. Like example, I had two humble. Englishcollocation.com. They say, I want a haircut like yours. I would like a house like that one day. She's like my mom in so many ways. People also sometimes ask me, what is like in a sentence? Hey, Google, stop. No, stop. Google, stop. Turn off. So, y'all, so, basically, it's, like, it's just, like, we're a widow behavior to me. Like, example, I had two homeboys who were talking to me, and they would pretend to be my homeboys. Whole entire time, these niggas wanted full-blown relationships with me. So, when I was telling them no and no thank you and no, I don't want to do that and shit like that, motherfuckers was so quick with it. To be like, um, what would they say? What would they say? They would just be like, just, man, fuck it. These niggas didn't have a problem being weird to me, so fuck it. If a nigga get embarrassed, a nigga just get embarrassed. I had two two of my fucking straight homeboys who I was rocking with. Um, these niggas wanted to, me to be their girlfriend. And because both of them were in competition with each other, they would both do grand gestures for me and shit like that to be in competition. So where one had the money and the other one didn't. So where one lacked the emotional capacity to truly like understand me the other one would show up emotionally and be like yeah bitch like yeah nigga like yeah you know i was just talking to her you know what i'm saying like yeah 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 like yeah i'm her comfort like i'm her confident right and then it's like they would like secretly be in competition with each other so i was like oh yeah you know i talked to such and such and he'll be like oh for real and then next thing you know then next the next week he's taking me out one of them taking me out and then a week after that, it's like, oh, why weren't you, or why didn't you get the phone? Oh, because I was with such and such. Or if I was with both of them, then they'd both be, like, in little competitions. And at first, and at, and, at, and at first, I just thought, like, niggas was just, like, trying to see who was the funniest nigga in the group the whole entire time. Both of them was fucking competing for me, and I was getting punished by both of them. Because clearly, in their mind, I was cheating on them every single time. I was in a relationship that wasn't with them. And especially if it was out of those two people, it's like, a 
And it's like, dog, you cheating on me and him. And they would look at me like I was doing them wrong. Like, I'm not going to hold you. Like, one of my homeboys, like, before we had our falling out, he had a fine-ass cousin. And I had told him, like, I didn't want to be with him and shit like that. So he ended up getting mad with me. And I and so, you know, he came back around. You know, I'm thinking, like, oh, he's over this whole shit. So, mind you, it's me and his homeboy. Not his homeboy, but his cousin. So, I'm thinking, like, because, you know, it's just me and a cousin in the house. And we fucking, right? Like, I'm thinking, like, because he done went out. Because he was like, I'm finna go get some hoes and some shit like that. Like, mind you. Mind you, me and, like, me and the old boy was just in the crib. It was me, him, and my homeboy, my best friend at the time. Literally, we in the house. He's like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm about to go fuck my baby mama. I'm about to go, you know, go here and make some plays and go get these girls or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm finna be probably in the other room, finna be, like, getting it on. So, me and old boy, like, you know, we trying to, like, get to know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to know the cousin. So, the cousin fine. He around my age. You know what I'm saying? You know, he ain't got no kids. Or he do got kids. He had a child. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to handle that. And, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm in the middle of, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, really doing what I'm doing. This nigga busting the door and talking about something. And just stood there talking about something. Oh, my bad. And I was like, nigga, it's not your bad. And what you're trying to do is fucking embarrass me. Literally on the way. So, mind you. So, mind you, the next morning, I'm sitting there. And I'm like, I just want to go home. And I was like, oh, I can Uber. He was like, oh, no, it's the point. Like, let me just take you. So, we on the way home. We in the car, he talking about some, he talking about some, oh, bro, you want to go out, you want to, you want to kick it, right? Mind you, this nigga had no intentions of kicking it with his cousin, but that day he talking about some, oh, yeah, dog, let me go kick it with you, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, I would invite, he was like, I would invite me, like, see, like, he was saying it, like, to the group, like, he, that he would invite me, but I talk too much, and I'm annoying as fuck, and I was like, what the fuck, like, like, why are you trying to embarrass me in front of this nigga? So, mind you, literally, the next time I seen old boy, he's talking about some oh, oh, it was nothing that me and him talked about. It's not important. And then he started trying to treat me like a fuck nigga. And I was like, you niggas is weird. Like, how the fuck am I getting punished for not choosing to date you? And then I realized that for the last seven plus years of our friendship, that these motherfuckers was holding on to me in hopes that I would choose them for a relationship that I would settle for their trifling asses. Like, when you know somebody for over, like, two, three years, you be like, man, you know, that's just that nigga, like, because, you know, their mannerisms on how they act. I've seen this man have several baby mamas over the course of seven years. This man got four new baby mamas added to his fucking arsenal. In seven fucking years. Fresh babies. I. Fresh babies. Okay. Like. This nigga's kids got. Big ass age gaps. In between them. Like bruh. And you expect me to. Want to fuck with you. Sir. I know you for real. That was the part that used to be blowing me. That used to be the part that used to like really fuck with me. You know what I'm saying?
And it's not even that. Per se. It's like. I let weird niggas. Hold me back. So for seven years. I'm thinking I got best friends. And people who really. Just genuinely fucking with me. And rocking with me. And whole entire time. They just waiting for me. To fuck up. And I used to never understood why the dudes I used to date used to be like, oh, your best friends is ODing and wilding. And I used to be like, oh, they'll leave and it'll be okay. And he was like, your best friends should still be able to be your best friends even when you're in a relationship. They should be able to respect boundaries and what you call it, right? And... I guess you just kind of, I guess you could say, I've realized that a lot of my relationships that I've had with friends and shit like that have held me back from really a lot of shit. And not even just with friends, but lovers and family. Like, I've realized, like, I've been in survival mode my whole entire life. And now that I have a partner who doesn't require that, I'm in survival mode that I kiss his fucking ass to get the bare minimum from him or just anything from him. It seems like that's tough for me. And I'm like, oh, if you don't want me, you could just leave. And and I'm like, I don't want to be that person. Like, I don't want to be the person that's the first person to scream. If you don't want me, just leave. And if you don't want to do this, then you could go. Like, having standards is cool and having a list of things that I won't accept and accept is cool. But... I'm tired of holding on to baggage. Like. If a bitch. Cheated, if like if a bitch can take my man. She can have him. Baby I'm not going to argue with you. I ain't going to fight with you. I ain't even going to tussle with you bitch. You can have him. And that's not my problem. Because. A man not choosing me has nothing to do with me. has everything to do with him. A man not being faithful to me has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with him. And it doesn't matter. And it's not my job to save no grown-ass man. At some point, we have to grow up and choose and be mature enough to understand. Like, bruh, at some point in time, like... You got to take responsibility. Because the way my ex texted me today and was like, oh, don't reach out to me trying to be my friend. And I had to be like, nigga, I totally forgot you existed. Like, if you hadn't texted me, I would have never remembered that you were in my phone. Like, thank God for, like, the contact still being there. But, sheesh, like, I would have never known, bruh. Never, ever, ever, ever known or been paying attention to you enough for me to be like, oh, oh, boy, is just here. Because the way this man came back on saucy time, like, he ain't fucked my best friend and lied to me about it for months. Like, nigga, you deserve my whole, you don't even deserve my ass to kiss. 
You deserve shit. You deserve dog shit at that. I'm talking about like, I'm talking about the fresh dog shit that my neighbors be fucking putting on um our yard and just be fucking walking off like they don't see that shit. Like, you deserve that type of treatment, bitch. You don't deserve the acknowledgement. Like, my neighbors will do some fuck shit, and they won't even acknowledge the fuck shit. Like, how my neighbors snooty a stuck-up-ass attitude be? That's what the fuck you deserve. A snooty, stuck-up attitude. You don't deserve shit from me, my boy. Like, literally. You don't deserve a umph. You don't deserve a response. You don't deserve shit. And yet, you still felt so entitled. This man literally said, and I quote, because I want to get it right. Okay? This man said, He said, This nigga FaceTimed me this morning. And I said, moving forward, out of respect for me and just in general, not even who I may or may not be talking to, please treat me like the dead, like I don't exist anymore. Thank you in advance. Be blessed. So that's what I said to him. Because this man FaceTimed me. He was giving me updates. Like, little nigga, you never tell me. You're a boy. He's not a little nigga. But this nigga's like six some shit. But it's like... You don't never tell me what the fuck you got going on. He's a Ola, LOL. Here we go again with the foolishness. Foolishness? That's the part that had me. It was the foolishness. Then I'm like, I'm dead ass. I don't care about blame or any other BS you did. It's good and you good. I just want you to leave me alone. I like the peace I have in my life. This man said, I honestly hit you to see if you was good and how you been. Hello, you make it seem like I'm a cancer, but that's cool. Please stand on your word and don't hit me up a couple of days later saying you want to be friends and shit like that. Have a great one, love. Mind you, this man, if you look at our text message thread, you'll sit there and you'll be like, girl, it's mostly you texting, but this man will call me privately. FaceTime me several fucking times. So, mind you, I said, I didn't from the last time we spoke. I even forgot you existed. Meaning that I laid that relationship to rest, right? And one of my biggest concerns and one of my biggest fears was if I get into a new relationship or I have a new partner, like, how do I explain that people are going to be calling me privately? Like yesterday, if I go over our history and I go look over our like whole history and stuff, I have to literally delete certain things out my phone, erase messages, not talk to certain people. I have to send shit to my partner. Like if you go to my partner, what you call it? I have shown him every single time that my ex has reached out to me and I've shown him my response. So therefore, when I do get those private phone calls, because they do come in and they come in all fucking day. Now, when I say all day, these men will fucking damn near call me privately back to back to back to back to back to back to back. 
and I'm talking about like 20 times in a row. And it's not just that one. It's the other one, the one that was such a mama's boy. And now that his mother is gone to glory, as they say. He is now available and ready for him to talk. And he's ready to not have excuses anymore because now he can't use his mom as an excuse. Now he's using work as an excuse. He just changed one excuse for the other one. The nigga was so attached. Like, like no disrespect to his mama. But literally, his mom did not like when he had, was dating other people. So anytime, so anytime he wanted to go out, she was A-OK as long as it was the guys. It came out to me, another woman. She was right there. And she'd be, oh, baby, I need you to stay home with me tonight. And she'd do that all the time. I would tell him, like, yo, this is really hurting my feelings, like, X, Y, and Z. He'd say, oh, no, nah, you don't have a sick parent. You don't understand. And I said, it's always funny and ironic when you tell her that it's what you call it. Because I said, when you tell her that you going out with such and such, and even though you ain't going out with such and such and it's me, she don't never be fucking, she don't never feel it in her chest. Now all of a sudden, now that she gone and now that is what you call it, now I'm getting sent money and now I'm on the unblock list and now we can have communication skills and now you want to sit there and talk to me about the Kevin Samuel shit. Baby, if you came over here thinking I was a Kevin Samuelite, I am not. I'm not. I'm not a Miss. I'm not. A, I'm not. Mm-mm, I wasn't never one of them. Now he got time to talk. Now he got time to be a good man. Now he got time to be a decent partner. Now he got time to do a whole bunch of other things. But beforehand, he could not do a damn thing. He didn't have it in his heart. He wasn't trying to do it. He wasn't even looking to do it. If you would have asked him to do it, he would have looked at you and said, why the fuck is you asking me to do this dumb ass shit? And I have been keeping the same fucking energy from when we, from that he used to give me. I don't got time for it and I don't want to hear it. I get tired of having to defend myself to myself in these new relationships with people. So I've been like real mean and been like trying to pretend like I don't want it. Baby, I want to, I wanted to date before I got with my stink. I, I wanted to date freely. I wanted to be at peace, but it's kind of hard to explain how men who are a bunch of fucking grown ass widows are fucking constantly calling me and blowing me up and sending me private messages. Like one of the weirdest things I've ever gotten from a man was fucking um literally what did he do what the fuck did he do that made me mad this man literally fucking i have a voicemail of a man calling me and blaming me for his car accident right because he Thought he could finesse me and treat me like shit. So I said, if you gonna, what you call it, you gonna have to pay. Alright? And he and he was like, oh, I don't got all the money. And I said, well, you ain't got my fucking time. And I left. Right? Because he wanted to treat me like a hoe. So I said, shit, if you gonna treat me like a hoe, shit, I might as well get paid. If you wanna kick it with me, it's gonna cost you X amount of money. And that ain't even including you touching me. 
or trying to kiss on me. I said, that's like, that's going to cost you an extra two something. He was like, well, I just want to talk to you because I'm having issues. And I said, I don't give a fuck what you having, sir. You out here trying to treat me like a hoe. So guess what? Time is money and money is time. I said, if you want to have a conversation with me, it's going to cost you X amount of money for about X amount of time. He said, okay, cool. We sitting there. We, he tried to say money. He said, oh, wow, that's crazy. I said money. I said, sir, I said, time is money. And I said, I'm not saying right now. I said, right now you, you owe me. This nigga pulled out, didn't have the money. I said, I got out the car. I left. I said, I said, please get the fuck off my yard before I call the police. This nigga came and literally left, I guess, because he was upset. Got into it. Got into it with the police. He had to ditch his car and run, right? But it wasn't his car. It was his baby mama car. Um, I think this is his baby mama car, somebody else's car. So he ditched it and ran, right? So, mind you, after he ditched it and ran, because, you know what I'm saying? And it ran his tags. He didn't get in trouble with it, but his BM did. And, of course, because she loved him, she, um, you know what I'm saying? She took the charge and shit. But he had gone to hit and run. The voicemail I got from that was explaining the situation and how it was my fucking fault. Mm-hmm. It's my fault that he had, how he had got into an accident and shit like that. And, and how, and how if I would have just let him get away with doing a fucking bare minimum that, and him not even fucking respecting his own word and shit like that. He would have never gotten to a car accident and shit like that. And I was just thinking to myself, how the fuck? Like, like, how? Like, how you you had intentions of treating me like a slut, right? And because you didn't have money to have a conversation with me, which is to basically complain about your baby mama. Now, I'm the fucking problem, right? Because you ain't have all your money. And then all of a sudden, it's, oh, I had the money. I had the money. So, that means you was going to short me on fucking purpose. So, you mean to tell me that you already showing yourself is being shysty, untrustworthy, a liar, and a deceiver. But I'm supposed to sit there and take that shit? And I'm supposed to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, I know this nigga calling. But, um... And let me tell you about X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's hard to bring into a new relationship. Like, if I was to go call my stink and tell him, like, oh, yeah, I have an ex. Like, literally, thankfully, my stink now is understands how people can be, like, obsessive and shit like that. He doesn't hold it. My past against me in that sense. But, like, I literally told my stink about, like, my ex that literally called me and left a voicemail of, like, him clapping his wife's cheeks and I said I still have a voicemail so you can see that when this person calls or this person says oh yeah x y and z and I literally have I literally like showing him the voicemail where this nigga called my phone talking about something oh the next time my motherfucking call you and you don't pick up my motherfucking phone call bitch I'm gonna call you all motherfucking day and don't you ever get it you ain't gonna never leave me the fuck alone every new nigga you have I'm gonna be right here like I be having to tell niggas like I dated this thing when I was 17 I've changed my number twice I moved several times this man has found my address several fucking times 
and he has showed me where the fuck I've lived. He's even shown up to my fucking jobs and shit like that. Like, that shit is scary. Like, people always say, like, oh, well, how come you're, how come you don't date or how come you're this? It's because I have crazy niggas that don't know how to leave me the fuck alone. I had a nigga who gave me fucking four, four to five STDs, one fucking purpose, literally to fucking spite me because I broke up with him for fucking cheating on me, right? This nigga had started a whole smear campaign about how I wasn't rocking with him and how I wasn't loving him. Like, nigga, I was with you sleeping on your mama floor, bruh. I, the way I've made sacrifices for these relationships, whether it be platonic, romantic, or just with fucking family, and how they will sit there and act as if I did them so fucking wrong and dirty, like, it caused me to, like, question myself and my actions. Like, I remember quitting a job because I was getting sexually harassed, right? And, mind you, I should have I sued the fuck out of them and got some money like a whole settlement because I could have did that shit but they kept on losing my paperwork saying they put it in the system knowing then when it was shredding my shit so it wasn't a paper trail so I couldn't get that shit because they was deleting their documentation however but y'all the way I quit a job because I was being sexually harassed and I was asking motherfuckers like is this the right decision like first I wasn't even making enough money then I was getting sexually harassed on top of that so if you put all that shit together bruh it's giving real umphy you get what I'm saying it's giving real hell fuck no it's giving real yuck it's giving real I don't like that it's giving real no ma'am no ham no turkey no cheese no lettuce no tomato no ma'am and charlie you get what I'm saying that's what it was giving But just being completely honest, like, when you date a bunch of weirdos or you're around a bunch of weirdos, whether it be in friendships, like, whether you got people plotting on dating you and all you trying to do is be a friend or you got people who just hate you for no reason or try to copy you or your steal or your style and everything that you got going on and people who try to steal your energy it just like that's weirdo behavior and you be on like on 10 so the people who aren't trying to do that like you be hard as a fucking rock like my stink don't deserve half the meanness that I give him and I don't like that for me Because whether he stays or goes, it doesn't define me. Neither does it make or break me. Like, yeah, it'll hurt my feelings for like a little bit. But shit, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. And I'm over here sitting and having some, oh, yeah. Whole entire time, bro. Like, I can't even really enjoy him because I'm so afraid that. Uh, ex is gonna pop out the woodworks and make it seem like we still talk or somebody's gonna come and try to get with him because bitches are weird like literally I feel weird telling one girl like the good shit that my thing do for me cause I'm like bitch if you sleep with him that's gonna hurt my feelings
and it's okay if it hurts my feelings because I know my word like I'll like I'll be crying now but I'll laugh later because it'll be funny because I know that anything that's for me I won't have to fucking fight it or have to sit there and withhold myself from and neither do I have to withhold myself back just from like people in general it's like I don't have to be this stuck up ass mean ass bitch that has to constantly be on guard like if a nigga gonna cheat a nigga gonna cheat if a bitch gonna fuck my man a bitch is gonna fuck my man and my man's gonna let her fuck like that's something that I can't control if a man is gonna be solid a man is gonna be solid if my friends gonna be solid they gonna be real like it is what it is I can't control everything and just because somebody does something to me doesn't mean that I have to fucking react. Because sometimes, cause sometimes bitches just going to hate on you. Like, literally, at my job, I literally am, like, one of the friendliest people that you will meet in this whole entire world. Don't get it twisted. I'm friendly, not naive. Um, So, with me being friendly and shit, like, bitch, I can ha-ha and I can kiki with you, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers want to be around me. And bitches be getting mad with me. Like, I tell my coworkers, I say, call me Sunshine. Like, when I meet strangers, I tell tell them, call me Sunshine. And bitches be like, oh, why? I be like, call me Sunshine. You know what I'm saying? Sunshine. My name is... My hi, my name is Sunshine. Literally. That is my name. That's what I go by. That is, like... And bitches will see me and they'll start rolling their eyes. And they'll and they'll be like, oh bitch, I don't like you, and I, and I could feel it. Like you ever feel like a bitch is this like like somebody's disdain for you just be right there on the tip of their like whole existence, and they hate you for nothing. Like, bruh, it's so many bitches in there. Like, it's this one girl. I know she don't like me, but and the reason why she don't like me is because her nigga has eyes for me. Mind you, when I seen her, I was like, girl, I love your afro. She's like, oh, my gosh, thank you. And I was like, no, for real, like, I'm being serious. And I guess she thought because her man was looking at me that I want her man. Ma'am, I don't want that man. <laughs> I know. I get it. I I know. I know. I get it. But I'm not one of those girlies who's looking at your man. It's like, ooh, I can't wait to get that. Like, nah, I barely, I barely like my stink that I talk to now. And it's certain things that need to be worked on. And I'm not going to tell y'all exactly what it is. But it's certain things that he does that kind of gets on my nerves. And I'm like, if if you bitches just only knew, like, it was hard for me to like my stink. And the only reason why I'm nice to other men is because my stink told me that I should be nice to other men. And if it, and I'm talking about, and it took convincing with my thing my thing was in there damn near giving me powerpoints and charts on why i should be nice to men i was like give me a reason why (laughs) and he was like reason number one me and i was like (laughs) okay (laughs) is this what we starting off with and he was like not me but character wise i was like oh okay because you know And I was like, cause you know, cause you know how they go. And then what else happened that I feel like telling y'all? 
But yeah, that's just it. I just realized that I've been living my life in fear lately because of the weirdos around me. And it's like, just because it's a bunch of negativity around me doesn't mean that I'm the negativity. Like, when you're a light and you're a positive person and you're a kind, nice, loving person, you attract all types of people. It's really who you decide to entertain. And moving forward from now on, I'm not finna entertain you fucking weirdos. And I'm going to just keep it a buck 50. Like, I'm going to keep it a buck 98 because I don't need y'all niggas two cents. I found that shit off of TikTok, bruh. Yeah, I got to be on Black Talk. That shit, that, I'm, I'm going to keep I'm gonna keep it a buck 98 because I don't need y'all two cents. Um, I'm going to just start, like, telling niggas, like, bruh, like, I'm real cool, calm, and collect. It's just my exes all look crazy. Uh, I know you, like, damn, like, yeah, I used to entertain weirdo ass niggas. And... I learned a lot from that shit. It won't be happening again. But um, from now on, like, because I, cause I appreciate communication and honesty and upfrontness. Like, I'm going to just keep it a buck, a buck 98 with you. Like, because <laughs> you can put your two cents in. But, uh, you know what? The original was a lot better. But, yeah. Just. I'm tired of being in fear. Like, the nigga that I'm dealing with gonna have to know that, like, niggas is crazy. Like, niggas on bullshit. And if a nigga wanna know some shit, he can figure it out. And if he don't wanna fuck with me, that's his motherfucking loss. Cause I'm still that girl. I'm always that girl. If I ever gonna be that girl. Cause I love me so motherfucking me. Like, I'm my number one fucking fan. Whether a nigga stay, go, decide he want to fucking play hopscotch, decide he want to whatever that ain't got nothing to do with me. Because I love me some me, and I'm always rock ten toes down with me. And with that being said, that's the end of this podcast. I'm probably going to put, I don't even know. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. Peons, I hope you guys fucking enjoy this shit um y'all know i ain't got no common sense so um i would say pussy don't fail me now i gotta turn this nigga house so he don't want nobody else but me and only me pussy don't fail me now i gotta turn this nigga house so he don't want nobody else but me and only me no, but um, all jokes aside, though, um, because your girl does have to go to work because I did pick up an overtime shift today. A half shift today. They tried to get me to work a whole 10 yesterday. I was like, shit. <laughs> I like shmoney, but not that much. <laughs> I don't want to see myself coming in this bitch like this. Will you love me? I promise. <laughs> I be missing VTO opportunities at my job, bro. It, it's not that I don't like working because I like my job because it's mad easy. It's just, bro, it be too hot in there. And I be like, in the wintertime, bitch, I bet you in the wintertime. And it was nice because, bitch, them lights at like 10, 
to like 20 degrees of heat and it was like 90 bitch it was like I was just wet and I was like bruh I barely bitch I got on shorts and I'm sweating these bitches loose like loose loose like bitch ain't you bitch I look like your mammies (laughs) when she in that moo moo no shape you know what I'm saying And I'm hot. Good God. <laughs> I was like, bitch, just one way to lose the motherfucking weight. When bitches be like, how'd you lose weight? My job. <laughs> it's hot as hell. Working in a warehouse. That should have come off. Either <laughs> you do all them damn squats, lifting, standing up and down for 10 plus hours, bitch. You yeah, to lose that weight. 40 hours a week, bitch, even if you only do 20. <laughs> That's 20 hours of fucking walking. Calories just be coming off. But, um, nah, that's just it. That's all I really wanted to say is, like, even though it's, like, my third time recording this shit, it's, like, I've really allowed fear to dictate to me how the fuck I should be moving. And in reality, it's nothing to be afraid of. And not only is it nothing, like, to be afraid of, but it's, like, it's not worth it either. Like, I know a lot of y'all be like, oh, well, what about this? Like, when I say it is not worth half the shit that y'all be going through, it don't be worth it. Because I used to be afraid, so afraid, and I was like, bruh, I'm only afraid because my past is still, like, here. And even when I ignore it and I don't pay it no mind, like, this bitch still be trying to pop up and be like, you know, you see us whole entire time. Yeah, I see you, but I don't want to see you. And when I say they be persistent, and then when they ruin a good thing, they be like, yeah, now nah, I'm out to get 3000 Because the nigga who got the wife will be on some, I just want you to talk to me shit. I want you to talk to me shit realize my relationship is broken up or I'll be like, bro, you fucking up my relationship and he'll be like, good, now I can walk out. And then won't say shit up. I'm telling you, I had to literally prove to like one of my niggas because he was like, oh, you like this shit. And I was like, watch this shit. I was like, don't say nothing. I was like, bro, can you please stop? He was like, oh, he was in heat. The nigga admitted in front of the my in front of my new nigga, which he didn't know was there, that he wanted to break me up because he didn't want to see me happy because I wasn't with him, and he said that until I decided to choose him, that he would constantly be a terror and a menace because that's what the fuck he felt like doing. Y'all don't understand how the fuck mad I got, y'all, y'all boy, y'all think. Y'all seen anger. Y'all have yet to see me upset or pressed like a fucking panini. Because the way this man was like, oh, I was about to break up with you because it was hard to believe because I just couldn't figure out why this man wouldn't leave you alone. Sir, do you honestly think I want to wake up to a nigga calling my phone, blowing my phone up, telling me that he ain't going to never leave me the fuck alone? And then all of a sudden, 
after after a breakup, this nigga get up and go ghost. So mind you, the next day I was like, oh, my partner broke up with me. And this nigga said, oh, good, bitch. Don't ever flatter yourself because I don't want you for real. And I said, do you see what the fuck I'm talking about? This nigga still was like, oh, well. And I was like, bruh, oh, my mama. I get it because I won't want to put up with this shit either. But at least I'm telling you now. And that's what used to be like really driving my fear of relationships. Not that I didn't think I deserve love or shit like that. But it's like when you got niggas who just want to see you fail because you didn't put up with they bullshit or you won't put up with they bullshit no more. It's kind of stupid. So that's why I be sending like all my new niggas. And my bitches, like, shit that motherfuckers do and we discuss it when it happened. Because I be like, I do not want to have no problems. Because I don't want nobody thinking I'm trying to make them jealous or I'm hiding shit or... Nah. But, yeah, that's the podcast for another day. Um, Your girl is about to go to sleep because I have work in 12 hours. And even though it's a half a shift, um, it's supposed to be my day off. So, yeah. I still got to wake up and do shit like an adult. So, with that being said, good day.